0: Hey you guys, welcome to the Main and Magic podcast, your stop for all things Disney. I'm your host, Dawn Brown, and this is episode 25. Whether you're adventuring in the parks or at home via Disney Entertainment, I'm here to bring you the guests and info that pixie does your experience, and we're picking up lots of new friends along the way. You can catch the links to our audio recordings via our brand new website at mainandmagic.com and subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Just search for the Main and Magic podcast. After the show, we invite you to join our community on Facebook to share your thoughts about each topic and to connect with other Disney fans. In this episode, Katie joins me to talk about things guests do to make their trips extra special. We share ideas for things you can bring with you to pixie dust your trip, ways to participate in guest-to-guest magic moments, fun surprises for all budgets, and so much more. So join us on the red car trolley as we take a ride to the crossroads of Maine and magic. Welcome aboard, everyone. Welcome to episode 25. I'm super excited uh, that we made it to this milestone. Uh, Before we dive in, I just want to take a second to thank the awesome guests that we've had up to this point. So uh, thank you to Nick Swader, who was on episode number five, talking about working as a Space Mountain cast member. Uh, My dad, Dale, was in episode, I think, 16 and 17, talking about his first trip to Disney world in 1978. Uh, and then of course my brother was on episode 18 talking about being a dad at Disney. Um, and Janine, I know you guys loved her episodes, uh, about working at Disney's animal kingdom. Uh, so thank you guys for helping us get to episode number 25. This is a big milestone in podcasting. Uh, a lot of people start podcasting and don't make it past episode ten. <laughs> we made it. We definitely made it past episode ten, um, and now we are at our next milestone, episode twenty-five. So we're just going to keep chugging along here, and of course, our often guest, Katie Fisher from Pictures and Postcards Travel, who is joining me today. Hey, Katie.
1: Hi. I'm so um, excited! This is going to be fun. I know. <laughs>
0: So for this one, we thought it would be cool to, you know, it's a, it's a special milestone for us. So we're going to talk about other special things, like how guests like to make their trips extra special when they visit the Disney parks or go on a Disney cruise, things like that. So, yeah, we're going to talk about how you can kind of plus your own trip, if you will. Uh, and this is... Some of the things that I have on my list, I've seen other people do. I've done one or two of these things myself. It just kind of depends on your family, but I know a lot of families, when they're planning their trips, they are planning them around things like birthdays or anniversaries or honeymoon or family reunion or, you know... Sometimes you're going to celebrate a holiday, like Halloween or Christmas or Valentine's Day. So these are going to be some ways you can kind of zhuzh your trip a little bit extra. (laughs) Um,
1: Make your trip bougie. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, um, okay, Katie, I'm going to... We'll just kind of bounce back and forth here like we usually do. um, And I'm going to have you go first unless yeah. you don't want to no, it's I'll, up to you i'll if, go if first yeah no all right let's do it
1: <laughs> and so this is actually something that i have done um i have done it for uh some clients and i actually did it on my last trip for our last family trip we went on and i surprised all the kids in the room so it's um in room celebrations and it's a nice way to start your trip um or kind of give a little surprise in- in the middle of your trip. So basically it's something you set up ahead of time. Um, you go to the Disney floral and gifts website and they're so well, right now it's a little bit limited just because of the times that we're in. I'm so sick of saying that on this, but unfortunately, um, but, uh, there's all different kinds of things you can do between picking Uh, baskets that are already pre-made to celebration baskets, whether it be a honeymoon or a birthday. If you know, you can get a bottle of champagne and some wine glasses in your room and they basically come in once you've checked in and you're not in your room and kind of just leave a surprise, whether it's balloons or a star Wars kind of theme and just a nice little surprise for your kiddos or if you're on that honeymoon for your, Wife, um, you could do my first visit, and they kind of give you little things to take pictures with, or little Mickey and Minnie plush. There's all different kinds of things to choose from. My favorite thing that they have, which um, last time I checked the website, it unfortunately seemed that they had uh, kind of put a pin in this temporarily is make your own gift basket, which I really, really liked because they had the one thing that you can actually not buy in a park anywhere, but they had this that you could add to a basket. So you could get all kinds of snacks and you know, drinks if you want to drinks, or buy a little like beach bag to kind of put everything in. But my favorite thing was the 3D firework glasses. And they added these in and when you wear them watching the fireworks, all the fireworks have little Mickey heads all over them. And it's the coolest thing ever. So it's like my favorite thing to do for it is just do the build your own and add a bunch of stuff into it and put it in the room and leave a little note. And it's a lot of fun. So it's like my favorite thing to do to add on. Um, really easy to do. Uh, they're really good about it. You pay ahead of time. So you can, you know, set your budget and it's just a lot of fun. Something special to add to that trip. Yeah, and they
0: have things in like all different price ranges. Oh, yeah. So it's not, you know, every single one isn't like $200. Mm. If you only wanted to spend like $60, I think they still had like a pretty good selection
1: yes. of things you could get. Yeah. That was the one thing I really liked about the, the Build Your Own when they were doing that. Like I said, last I checked, it was temporarily kind of put on hold that they couldn't do that one. But, I mean, you could just, you could build a $20 basket to throw in the room. And that was it, you know? So.
0: Yeah, I like those. And I think uh, we had this done for us. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's, again, like you said, I'm so sick of saying this. But I don't know if that's possible right now. But, like, if you know somebody who's going to Disney, you could check to see if you can do this for them. I think you just need to know the resort that they're staying at and the, um, the name on the reservation. Cause we had this done for us. We came back one day from, uh, you know, a day out in the park and we came back to this little basket that had these cute little champagne flutes with Mickey heads on them and a bottle of sparkling wine and chocolates and like a card from Mickey and Minnie. So that was really fun.
1: The one thing that they do recommend and they put it on there and um, any client that ever asks me about this, I I always tell them um, they do recommend that. Well, you do also need to know when their travel days are, but they will recommend that you do not, Requests for it to be on the day of arrival. And it kind of stinks because it would be really fun to, you know, get into your room and everything kind of is already there. Um, but the reason they don't want it to be on arrival day is because things happen at hotel rooms, right? Like you might get there and they could see that, oh, you know, hey, it's, it's your 40th birthday. So we're going to give you a free, we're going to sprinkle some pixie dust and put you in a better room. Well, prior to you checking in, if all that stuff's already there, And then after check in, you get this pixie dust. Now, all your stuff that this in room celebration isn't in the room it's supposed to be in. So, they really require, they really kind of ask that you not do it on arrival day. So, it kind of puts a damper on that like special little walk in to see it. But it's even more fun when you're really not expecting it in the middle of the week and you get back and it's there. So,
0: I like it. Yeah. And they've been doing that a lot lately with the. Like, you go to check-in and you get an upgrade. Oh, yeah. I've been seeing this, like, I don't know if they're having some issues with, like, knowing how many rooms they have available at certain places. Yeah. (laughs) Or if it's just because there's so many, like, cancellations and then bookings and then cancellations and then bookings. But, yeah, I'm seeing people, like, going to check-in at, like, you know, Pop Century and they're like, getting moved over to a suite at Bay Lake tower, like yeah, just crazy upgrades that you could never even dream of. But, um, but yeah, that's a good point. If you can kind of make it for like day two or three of somebody's trip, mm-hmm. that'd be awesome. Yeah. Okay. Mine's kind of simple, but I have seen this done. I've never done it, but it looks really fun and I think it's awesome. So, one thing I've seen people do is decorate their resort windows, which sounds kind of strange, but you know, if you are going for Valentine's Day or something, I've seen people buy like the little window clings that you can buy like at Target. They're all like shapes of hearts and cherubs or whatever, and like buy a pack of those and stick them on their resort window um, at Christmas. I've seen people put little Christmas trees like in the window. So like, you know, those little like two foot tall Christmas trees with the lights already on them um, in the window. Uh, I've seen people decorate their doors with birthday signs and all that kind of stuff. Um, and this kind of goes along too with it. If you stay over at the Fort Wilderness campground, a lot of people will decorate their campsite So that's also really fun. I think it just adds a little something extra, you know, I, and I know this is popular on cruises. People will, you know, go crazy and like decorate their doors on cruises, but that could be really fun if you're, especially if you have little kids and, you know, they're celebrating a birthday or a holiday, or if it's just like, been a long time since you had a vacation and you go in and you decorate your room and then they know always which room is theirs when they're heading back to the hotel at night so yeah that one's something easy you oh. know because especially with the Klingons because you can pack those in the bottom of your suitcase and they don't t- take up any space Yep. um
1: yeah we did that for but, uh for Clara's birthday when we went in May um that we were wa- uh, I made a sign with a bunch of pictures of her throughout her years because it was her 13th birthday and we were in the tower at Coronado. So we didn't have the window that everyone walks by, but we put it right on the outside of the door. And I mean, people are respectful too. Like people don't touch anything that's on the doors or the windows or anything. So it's really nice.
0: Yeah. It's just a fun little thing. And it's something, you know, if you're trying to get your kids like excited about I mean not that they wouldn't be excited about going to Disney but (laughs) if if you're trying to give them something to do I guess to keep busy in the you know in the days leading up to it you can hand them a you know piece of poster board and say make a sign for the window or you know just so they have something to keep them busy and then they know that that's going to go with them on vacation and you can take a picture next to it and remember that you decorated your door or your window this way.
1: When we went three years ago, three three years ago, I think it was, we went at Christmas time. We went uh, December first, and James's elf George, his elf's name is George, elf on the shelf. His elf showed up and knew we were at Disney and was constantly sitting in the window in different positions. So that was kind of cool. That he kind of just showed up like that. Oh, that's
0: fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you don't want to go to Disney. Like, you don't want your kid to go to Disney and then you don't get to go too. That's, right. <laughs> that's no fun. <laughs> so, um, cool. Okay, what's your next one?
1: So, I have a feeling that this is on your list. So, I apologize ahead of time because <laughs> I'm going to take it. Uh, oh, that's Okay. The so this is actually new um, this year, and as of right now, it's only at two different parks. It's at Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, but it is the Capture Your Moment, which kind of goes along with the with um, the Photo Pass. But this is an extra charge. It is it runs about fifty dollars. It's a twenty minute session that you can get up to eight people per session, and have basically a private photo shoot for 20 minutes throughout the parks. Well, Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom, depending on which park you choose. But they have special sections throughout the park that you can go to. And they just take amazing pictures in front of the castle, on the side of the castle. They can do, if you know, you're know you planning a secret engagement or uh birth announcement or a gender reveal or if you just want like you're doing a family reunion or just for fun it's actually really reasonable price for for a private 20 minute photo shoot throughout the day so I thought that was kind of cool to remember when you get back
0: I actually did not have that on my list so I'm glad that you said that it's completely out of mind my... now we should say this is during park hours yes so this isn't like Before the park opens or after the park closes. Correct. If you want that, now you have to contact Disney's Fine Art Photography. And it is not cheap. No. It's worth it. But (laughs) I'm a photographer and I would give anybody a pile of money to take pictures of me in the park with no one there. So everyone's going to value that differently. But if you do want the in park session with no one around that you have to do through Disney fine art photography and it is not cheap, you know, I mean, you're talking like a thousand dollars. So, but this option is really good. Like you said, cause you can get eight people, you know? So if you, if it's been a while since your family's gotten together and you just want to make sure that you're going to have 20 minutes of attention just on your family and you're not going to be rushed out of a photo pass line. This is, it is a really good option. And I think, you know, I've seen a few people do it and they're really happy with it. So oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I've seen a lot of, a lot of photos from it. They come out really cute.
0: Yeah, I would do it. I would, I would pay for this. I like that. Cool. I'm glad that you, cause I, that totally was not on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, good. I'm, I'm glad I didn't take what
1: you yours. <laughs> it's all right. That's why yep. there's two of us. We bounce ideas off each other.
0: <laughs> you can also call me if you want, degreesnorthenergist.com. Well, yeah. Heck yeah. Shameless yeah. <laughs> Uh okay. Um, okay. So my next one is, well, actually, I'm going to kind of play off of yours a little bit. Um, this one was further down my list, but I do love it recreating a photo each trip so if you've you know even if you're not going yearly if you go every you know three or four years maybe even if it's more than that who cares (laughs) this is still fun Mm -hmm. is kind of picking a spot somewhere and taking a picture of each one of your kids or yourself every single time you go and re- just recreating that photo every single time you go. So, you know, for kids, this is kind of like a fun way to do a growth chart. <laughs> um, and I've seen people do it in all different spots. I think it's really just about picking a spot that you like, or that means something to you or your child. So I've seen people do them at the poo, the poo spot. Um, I don't know if it's still there over on the side of Disney Springs that's like the old Disney Village Marketplace there was that log there with the Winnie the Pooh and Tigger
1: I think it's still there
0: Um, so I've seen that I've seen people do them next to the stone lantern in the Japan Pavilion at Epcot Mm -hmm. um, or the the phone booth uh, in the United Kingdom Pavilion you could do it against a wall at Disney's animal kingdom. There's all kinds of like cool walls there. Like the, what was it? The Fitchwa fellow wall with the Mickey mouse or the, you are most beautiful wall.
1: We, um, we do ours in front of the tower of terror sign and we do one regular one and one with our like jaw dropped. Like we're screaming. Yeah. We'll- something I think, You know, of course, you're going to get the
0: photo with like Cinderella Castle in the background. But I think the ones that work best, the spots that work best for this specific idea is if you can stand next to something that's closer to you, almost that you can touch. So you can actually so you can see the growth compared to the thing that you're standing next to, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, So like Katie said, a sign. Or a statue like, I think the, the Roy Disney statue, the Roy and Minnie statue at the beginning, at the front of Magic Kingdom would be a really good spot. Even, like, you could go into, like, the firehouse and stand next to the fire engine or, yeah, just something like that. I think that's a really fun idea. I wish I would have thought about it I wish my parents would have thought of this in the (laughs) 1980s (laughs) Um, uh, but I think it's a really fun idea and it's something where especially if you have kids that are little and you can kind of get them involved in like choosing the spot they want to do it I think it could be really fun to just revisit that every time you go we
1: always did one when we were kids and what I mean we so when we do our family vacations, we actually still do it. But we do it in uh, next to the snowman in Hollywood Studios, like on the backside of Muppet Vision. Yes. Yeah.
0: See, again, because you can stand next to it. So you can yep. see really how tall you're growing. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's lots of spots you can do it. Yeah. It's a good one. Sounds. I like that.
0: Um, yeah, I've, I've seen this and I'm like, oh, it's such a good idea. Yeah, it is. Okay. What is next for you?
1: So this is kind of a fun one. This is something a little bit newer and I think this is going to play off of something that I do know that is on your list and mine is Disney bounding.
0: So yeah, I actually wrote this in conjunction with the other thing I was going to (laughs) say.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's kind of fun. I have, I've, uh, I did this once. It's very hard. It's, uh, it definitely takes the creative side of you. But basically what Disney bounding is, it's for adults. And you can't, as an adult, you can't dress up as a character. So you can't go in dressed as snow white. But what you can do is go into the park wearing a cute flowy yellow like skirt. Something flowy because it's hot out and a royal blue shirt, and maybe a red bow in your hair. And it kind of plays into being Snow White without actually being Snow White. So you really have to think about what you wanna do and how you're gonna do it. Um, I actually Disney bounded as Figment. I had purple pants and a pink shirt, which actually played really cute together. And I had these bright yellow, like, ball earrings, which kind of played as his eyes. And my mother-in-law, this was the only thing that really kind of I had to do, but my mother-in-law helped me put wings on these bright orange shoes that I bought. So they kind of didn't really go, but they served the purpose. So, but it's kind of fun. You just, you figure out what you want to do and you kind of dress like your favorite character. It's all over Pinterest and everything. Like, you can get all kinds of ideas.
0: Yeah, you can even, if you just check um, the Disney bounding hashtag on Instagram, you will be inundated. (laughs) Uh, Accidentally, I accidentally Disney bounded once. (laughs) Did
1: you? (gasps)
0: Uh, yes. So when I was, I had one day at Disneyland Paris a couple of years ago and I, you know, it was in the summer, like the middle of summer and you kind of don't know if it's going to be like the middle of summer, like high seventies or if it's going to be middle of summer nineties there. So I had all these different outfits. So I had brought this tank top that has rhinestone uh like a glass slipper on made out of rhinestones on it and it I mean it's an actual Disney shirt that came from the Disney store and it says you know once you can change your life and the shoes that I had brought with me to wear all around Paris were blue converse but they have like these sequins on them so they're sparkly oh cute the only thing that I had left to wear like for bottoms was a blue skirt so I just was like wearing all blue. I had sparkly converse and three people came up to me and said, I love your Disney bound. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I just realized, I'm like, oh, I literally look like I tried to Disney bound a Cinderella, but it was a total accident.
1: <laughs> Funny.
0: Uh, I didn't even know really what Disney bounding was at that time. It wasn't as popular as it is now now it's just like a given but you know was that four years ago it was like kind of a newer thing yeah uh so yeah I accidentally did that so apparently my wardrobe is just an accidental (laughs) disney but figment would be a really difficult one like it's hard if you pick a difficult character
1: (laughs) it was so I I um did, it was for a meeting that I had with for the agency that I I'm affiliated with and we everyone had to Disney bound or something and there were some really creative ones like the one girl I work with she Disney bounded as Kevin from up which was really cute oh um, yeah she had like these feather earrings so it was it was like and you couldn't tell anybody what you were Disney bounding I was like you had to guess so hers was really creative it was hard like when you're not you don't think about it. Like Kevin's not a very popular character, but once she, she finally said it, like, Oh, I see it. That's a good one. But I've seen like, um, Merida is a good one to Disney bound. And that's a really easy one to do. Cause you can just affiliate your colors and you're good to go. So it's yeah. fun. It's a lot of fun. It's something fun to get into, especially if you go, if you do like an adult trip, um, it's a lot of fun.
0: Oh, heck Yeah. For sure. Yeah, so I had that as part, like, the one I was going to say was people will get matching shirts. Yep,
1: that's what I thought was on your set.
0: <laughs> um, So, you know, a lot of them will get something special made, like, especially if it's somebody's birthday, or if you're celebrating, like, a bachelorette party, or, like, a family reunion, you'll see that a lot, like, you know, so and so family reunion 2021 kind of thing and they'll all wear that shirt on you know Tuesday or whatever uh so I've never done that where we had shirts made that had like our name and special year or anything like that but you know we have done matching shirts like we all had the same Mickey Mouse t shirt that came from the park, basically, (laughs) you know, like the vintage Mickey shirt, basically. So we had the boys in the blue and the girls in the pink. And those are, you know, those make fun photos one day in the park. And also we were doing breakfast at Ohana one time, which is Lilo, Stitch, Mickey, and, uh, Pluto maybe. So Anyway, so my sister-in-law and I had the same Stitch shirt, which I think actually you also have too, Katie. The jersey shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yes. jersey shirt with the white Stitch on it.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, so we ha- so we wore our shirts to that breakfast and like made sure to get our picture with Stitch because we love Stitch, and so that the kind of thing is fun because. You know, if you all are wearing a Mickey shirt and then you go to Mickey breakfast or you go to meet Mickey Mouse in the park, it's just fun because the characters notice when a brood of people show up all wearing the same shirt with their face on. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So those are kinds of things that you can, you don't have to do it every day, you know, if you just want to take one day of your vacation where you match Mm -hmm. or where you're kind of dressed up together. It can be really fun for photos. That'd be a great time to do your, you know, your in-park shoot, your 20-minute session with the photo pass people or, you know, just, just to have some fun and kind of mark that vacation with a theme or something like that. So uh-huh. yeah, no, I do. I like the Disney bounding though. I I, 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 re- I literally wrote matching shirts, coordinating outfits, and Disney bounding.
1: <laughs> the other one that's a really that's really cool. It kind of goes with your matching shirts. Um, so if you're an adult and you don't want a matching shirt, and this is something that we do. So my mother-in-law is the best cricket cricketer, which is the vinyl and like the iron-on shirts and everything. She loves doing it. She's really she's amazing at it. So she always does something for all the kids and some of the stuff that when we go on our big family vacation every couple years, there's seven kids total and she always does a different shirt for the kids. And I recommend if you're going to do something with just kids, put them in bright colors, like find the neon yellow, find the neon orange or something like that so they stand out but something cute that she always does is, like, she'll put something fun on the front and they all match. But on the back, the last last time we went, each of the kids, and it was in their age order. So Clara, who everyone met through our podcast a few weeks ago, is the oldest. Her said, cousin one of seven. And James is the second youngest. So, like, when you got down to him, his on the back said, cousin two of seven. And everyone, like, it just kind of went down. So there were some cute pictures of them like standing and everyone just saw the back of them. And it just all said like cousin one of seven all the way down to cousin seven of seven, Um which was kind of cool. So just throwing that. Yeah, I've there. also
0: seen like where some, you know, the mom is wearing one that says Disney mom and dad's got one that says Disney dad and the kids yes. got one that says Disney kids. So they, they kind of go together or even just couples. Like I'm her beast or and and the wife will have on I'm his Belle, you know, those kinds of, you know, I'm his Mickey, or Minnie rather, and I'm her Mickey. So, you know, they're now I know there's some spouses out there that are not matching shirt people. Right. <laughs> and that might be your opportunity to see if you can coerce a Disney bound out of them. <laughs> so Yeah. So do fun things with your clothes. Uh, I don't know whose turn it is. Um, It's your turn.
1: So just something kind of small and not, this is definitely not something for an every night thing, but Disney offers a lot of dessert parties. So if you kind of want to do something different and whether you're as a family or um, just, you know, a honeymoon kind of thing, they have, at a few of the parks, they offer special dessert parties. So it's a an extra fee but it's like all you want to eat and drink desserts and wine and non-alcoholic and so and you get a great view of the fireworks um so it's just kind of something small and fun to do something different again not something you would do every day but you kind of wanted that unique experience to add on um doing a dessert party is one of those yeah,
0: I've never done one. I think if I was going to do one, I would do it at Epcot. But yes,
1: the Epcot one is awesome because there's not a bad view um, Yeah. throughout.
0: Cool. Yeah, that's a good one. Just a little something extra.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mine next one is, let's see, which one do I want to go with? Okay, this one's been popping up a lot lately. I've kind of tried to m- make this a a priority, at least at some point throughout my trip, is paying a special appreciation to a cast member. So Disney started the cast compliment hashtag uh, on Twitter and Instagram. I think it's maybe monitored more on Twitter because I think that was the first place that they started it or started talking about it or pushing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially now with all the understaffing and all the stuff going on, it's, I don't know if people realize how important it is for cast members to get appreciation from guests directly uh, to, ha- to actually guess to actually tell the company that this person made my trip special by doing this thing. Um, In in a lot of jobs out there, you can point to something specific and say, I sold this many tires. This is how valuable I am in my job.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: With customer service, it's a lot more difficult to measure someone's value and, These things, these cast compliments can be a really big deal. So if you think about someone who sold you your Mickey ears or a balloon or a photo pass, photographer who took just a few extra minutes with you when there was no line, remembering their name, the name on their name tag, where they worked, what day it was and about what time. Just that little bit of information you can tweet using the hashtag cast compliment what's better than that is actually emailing guest service and saying you know Sarah took this picture of us on Main Street on Thursday the 12th at 2 p.m and she was great because she did this thing that Could be really important to that person's record with the company. And Disney actually does reach out to the cast members and give them things. Um, I don't know what they're called now, but back when I was a cast member, we would get, when guests would leave compliments for us with our managers or guest services, we would get a guest service fanatic card. And that actually went into our permanent, like, working record. So, those things matter when it's time to get raises and when it's time for cast members to be chosen to do special events or things like opening a new land or a new merchandise location or, you know, getting invited to special events that are only for cast members uh just all those kinds of things so if you have a like incredible experience with a cast member, you know even if it's just one person throughout your vacation try to take a mental note and you can email guest services. I'll actually put the email in the show notes so you guys have access to it um it's it's cool because that's something that your kids can also, it's good for your kids to see you, complimenting someone and telling them they're doing a good job. So, and it's a way to kind of like remember that vacation a little bit extra, because you'll remember that person.
1: We actually, when we went when James was uh, under one, he we we had a birthday button on him, and the one cast member. At Magic Kingdom, we went and we're having lunch, and she's like, "Oh, it's his birthday. Is he allowed to have cake?" I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't care. We're in Disney. He can have whatever he wants. He can have gummy bears for breakfast. For all I care." And uh, she went over, got him. Uh, that's me. Sorry. Um, <laughs> hold on one second. Uh, Good at it. Real life. Real life. (laughs) She went over, got him a cupcake from the kitchen, like the little fridge that was there, came over and by herself at this quick service restaurant, sang him happy birthday by herself. So I, you know, I figured out what time it was. I wrote down her name. And at the end of the day, I went up to guest services and I did leave her a compliment. And. It, you know, it made me feel good that this, she didn't have to do that. I mean, he was one years old. He wasn't going to remember this, but yeah, it's definitely it, coming from a customer service field. All you, people ever hear are complaints. Go and compliment somebody. They'll, they'll appreciate it.
0: Yeah. If you, you know, I, and I've seen, you know, there's the Facebook group called ear for, ear for each other which is all furloughed cast members that were kind of like trying to recover some income doing side gigs. Uh, a lot of them have gone back to work, but they're still in the group. And there's a lot of future guests in the group asking how can I help cast members or how can I say thank you in a special way. Right. Really, you know, it's, it's great to hand out stickers or pins or those kinds of things. I know people are doing that. They're handing things like that to cast members that they come into contact with or like little cards or notes. Um, but the best way to thank them is to do it in a way where it goes on to their permanent work record.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: that's going to help them so much more. I mean, it's, it's nice to give them those things and, you know, feel free to keep doing that. But, uh, Definitely, you know, even if it's just like one person a day or, you know, if you have these interactions with different cast members, think, you know, did this person do more than I thought that they needed to do? You know, did did the cast member that was shuffling us into lines for Tower of Terror spend an extra minute with my kid that didn't necessarily need to be he didn't need to do that because he could have been doing something else or somebody that, you know, calmed your kid down while they were crying or, like Katie said, like, gave a cupcake and sang something, you know, saying happy birthday when she could have been, you know, cleaning off tables or doing something else.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, just kind of like, you know, make a note in your phone, day, time, name of the person, where you were. And then at the end of your trip, you can email guest services with your list and that'll be super helpful for them. And it'll help you remember your trip because you took time out to remember those specific moments. So in the long run, it kind of builds up your Disney memories. Yes. So kind of sappy, but important. And I think people... People who are into it, who really appreciate the cast members, it means something to them.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Do you
0: have more?
1: Um, I kind of have one more. kind of goes along with the dessert parties, and it's something that we've talked about before. Um, this is for our, if you really want to feel bougie, the VIP tours. I mean, any tour... For that matter. But the VIP tour, if you really want that, like, really special experience, it's a private tour. It fits up to up to 10 guests. So whether you have two or 10, it's the same price, regardless, it's a minimum of seven hours, but you get front of the line access, you get private transportation, if you're going to hop to a different park, it's something really special. It, it definitely will give you a whole new Idea of how the parks operate. I have yet to do one. It's on my list to do one. I will say they are not cheap, but if you have 10 people, it is fairly reasonable.
0: Yes, max it out if you can. Yeah, because it is the same price for two people as it is for 10 people. Yes. So. If you can split it among 10 people, it's a lot cheaper per person. (laughs) But really any tour, right? Like, if you've never done one, you know, even if you can't swing that, there's tours that are, like, very reasonable. Like, I think the the behind-the-seats tour is only, like, $25,
1: yeah, it's not expensive. Yeah, it is. And I now
0: it's not all day, no. but it, it's like an hour, hour and a half, something like that. But it's still like you're going to remember that for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know I looked at doing uh, will we go next year in Animal Kingdom. If it comes back, the uh, Caring for Giants tour with James because he's on a major animal thing right now. So we're going to surprise him in kind of get a behind-the-scenes thing of how they take care of the elephants. So. My parents
0: did one there. It wasn't that one. Uh, gosh, I forgot what it was. It was not. It, there was one of the other ones, and they really loved it. It was like three or four hours. Yeah. Yeah, really any tour. Yeah, those are cool, and they're really something that will make your trip stand out. You do have to check ages, though some of them have certain age restrictions and things like that. so Right. But yeah, those are cool. That's a good one. I like it. Mm-hmm. I have two more, but one of them I'll just kind of mention in passing. Okay, so the first one is collecting a special souvenir. So I can't remember if I said this on this podcast, but... Like, I started working for Disney when the pin craze was happening. Like, well, I guess it was happening really since, like, the late 90s because of the Olympics, Mm -hmm. um, which is when we really started going, like, and staying on Disney property and all that stuff. So over the years, I've kind of collected a pin every trip, just something, just a pin that kind of, you know, resembles or, or kind of like pays homage to the whole trip. So if I stayed at a new resort, I might buy a, a resort pin. Or if there was like a new attraction that I really loved, I might buy the, the uh, pin for that attraction, something like that. So I have like a little collection going. But, you know, you might be a Mickey ears person. So like you might buy a new pair of Mickey ears every trip and put the year on the back or something like that or buy a new postcard and hang it on your wall when you get home you know frame it and hang it on your wall or you know whatever whatever your thing is <laughs> however much money you have uh for a while i had snow globes. Uh, I have three big, huge snow globes. (laughs) And then I was like, I can no longer buy snow globes because these things are huge. (laughs) So um, but yeah, I think collecting like a souvenir every time you go is a really cool way to kind of mark the years and to buy something that kind of really reminds you specifically of that trip.
1: Yeah, we always buy pins at whatever hotel we stay at.
0: Yeah, I, and I think I might have even mentioned on here before that when I was at Disneyland Paris, I was like really pushing it to the end of my trip. And like, I was like barely going to make the last train back into the city to get back to my Airbnb. And like, in my rush of buying souvenirs for everyone else, I didn't buy a pin for myself. And I was so upset when I got home. So I literally went on eBay <laughs> and bought one of the pins that I had seen there that I didn't get a chance to buy. Because I was like, oh, my God, I can't have been to this place and not not gotten a pin. So that's my thing. I, I like them because they're, you know, what, like, even if you buy a fancy one, it's like maybe $20. Yeah. Usually they're like in the 8 to $12 range. So, I mean, I can swing that. And it's small and you, they're easy to display. And you can find like really cute, like Mickey-shaped cork boards and things like that mm-hmm. now and hang them on the wall and display your pins that way. Yep. So, yeah, that's kind of my go-to because it's easy to pack and it's small and it's not very expensive. So, yeah. And my other one, my honorable mention... Wait, do you have another one? No, I don't. Okay. So my my honorable mention, I guess, is I've seen this a lot lately, and I super, super, super love it. And it's a guest-to-guest magic moment. So think about, like, you're on, like, the second-to-last day of your trip, and your kid's been toting this balloon around all week. Yes. But you know you can't take it on the plane. <laughs> so if you can find another family, you know, if you can tell your, your child, you know, if, if you see another family that you would like to give this balloon to, then we can pass this balloon on so that they can have, you know, this balloon for their vacation. Uh, I freaking love that. <laughs> um So things like that are awesome. Also, it's a little bit harder now. I mean, Katie, you will remember this. Remember when you would like in your rush of crazy, you would end up with like too many fast passes that you didn't need. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And you would just be like, hey, do you guys need two fast passes for rock and roller coaster or whatever? Because we've already been on it three times and we're kind of (laughs) done. So those were, you know, I kind of miss those days. You can't really do that you, now. With so the... there's
1: one thing you can do. And that is, and it's is very tricky. And you have to really know how the baby swap works. But like, so me, Dan, and James, we're a family of three. Well, with the baby swap, it's you and two other people. If you know you're going to baby swap, like I've gone up to people and because now they put it on the magic band. Right. But I go up to people and I'm like, Hey, are you guys about to wait in line for this? Like if you want to wait or if you, you know, whatever, we're about to baby swap and you have them come with you and get the, their pass, they, you can give them a free baby swap. Like they, they kind of, it kind of goes with the fast pass thing, um, Utilizing the extra person or two that's on your baby swap is nice too.
0: Cool, that's good to know. So if somebody ever comes up to me and says that, I won't be like, "You're weird,"
1: right? Oh yeah, people definitely look what? at me, but I'm just like, "Hey, uh, FYI." <laughs> yeah.
0: So how does that work? would you go on with one person and then well, once your you, husband would go on with the other or
1: pretty much. And really okay. once, okay. once you get in line, like once you pass where they think you don't have to tell them you're with them. You just, Oh, we're a party of one and that's it. I
0: gotcha. Okay, cool. So guest to guest magic. The balloon one was one that I, I saw that I really loved, um, especially because it gets kids involved. Like they get to pick who they want to give their balloon to. Um, the other thing is, I guess it's, it's not necessarily making the trip extra special for you unless you're on the receiving end of this, but, uh, there's, there's a group on Facebook called Disney Free Cycle. So what, what happens is a lot of people go to Disney for the week and they'll, order in groceries so like they'll order like a case of soda or pop right if i say pop i'm gonna get it from my texas friends that it's soda and if i say soda i'm gonna get it from my michigan friends that i can never be right it's pop anyway (laughs) it's pop okay it's pop well and then there's coke too like but they'll order a, a case of something to drink water soda pop whatever uh, a you beverage know, a box of goldfish you know a bag of like the mini chips or any of those things and at the end of the week you have all this food leftover that you didn't get to eat
1: mm-hmm.
0: so what people will do is they'll say hey I'm at Pop century in room you know 3914 and we are checking out tomorrow at 11 and we're leaving this stuff by the ice machine, or we're leaving it outside our room. Anybody that wants it can come get it. So, so the best way to find that stuff, if you're, if you're going to be checking in and you're like, hey, I might as well keep track of that because I was going to order groceries anyway, just look for Disney Free Cycle, F-R-E-E, in Facebook. Another way, too, is to actually look up Facebook groups for the resort yes. that you're going to be staying at. I was so just if gonna you're to say that. Yeah, so if you're staying at Coronado Springs, join a Coronado Springs group and just keep your eyes peeled for anybody that is going to be checking out or, you know, puts up there what they have available and where they're putting it because Some people will put things in the laundry room. Some people will leave it outside their door, you know, all these kind of things. So it's good to keep track of just because you never know. And it might be inconvenient. Somebody might leave something out and you're at the park and you're like, I'm not going to leave to go get that or whatever. But you never know. Like if you're checking in one day and somebody's leaving, you might see something. And so and if you're leaving, you know, to that point don't just throw all your leftovers away if you have stuff that's unopened let let the people in the free cycle group know and in the resort groups know and let them come grab whatever they want and everything else housekeeping will just toss so oh yeah it's a way to save money or save another family money and time yeah ordering that stuff and it keeps stuff from going to waste because that sucks
1: oh yeah i mean i've seen people on the free on on the hotel pages like they brought an umbrella stroller with them and they don't need to bring it back like it was just for the trip and they've left strollers in laundry and i mean you'd be surprised the stuff that people i've given ponchos to people like i always go to the dollar store before my trip and buy you know enough ponchos for all of us one per day because it's florida and at the end, I don't need them. They were a buck, like whatever. I'm like here, have some ponchos. Like it saves me space in my carry on. So, oh, there's all kinds of stuff you can find on them. Yeah,
0: and I just saw some someone the other day was staying at the Disney Hilton Head Island Resort in uh, South Carolina, and they had four beach chairs that yeah. they had bought, and they. We're like, we can't take these home with us. Yeah. So if you want them, I'm like, I mean, that's awesome oh, for yeah. a family that's coming in for a week. And they're like, oh, I'm about to be sitting on this beach. <laughs> Julie, has, <laughs> you
1: know? Julie has gone, we've gone to, you know, not Disney resorts, you know, vacations before. My sister has um, brought the, like, boogie boards to the beach.
0: Mm.
1: Whatever, she gets them down there, but she doesn't need to bring them home. And she will, on you know, on the last day, walk up and down the beach and find kids and give them the boogie boards. Like here, I don't. We have no use for these anymore. So,
0: and for stuff like that, um, that's not food, but it's an, an actual item. You can actually, uh, if you, if you're getting it from someone else, you can have them leave it with, oh gosh, like the concierge, mm-hmm. basically, with your last name on it. So you can tell, you know, if they don't want to, like, leave it outside their door because they want to make sure that you actually get it, they can drop it off at the, like, bell services, basically, and say, this is for the Smith family. They're checking in today at 4 p.m. Can you make sure that they get this? And to my knowledge, no one's ever had an issue doing that. You can't do it with food, but with an actual item, it seems like nobody's ever had an issue with that. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a way to kind of like pass magic, whether you're on the giving or receiving end. And I kind of love that because it keeps stuff from going to waste and it kind of, then you can do it for the next family as well. So yeah, those are, those are the ways that you can make your trip extra special Mm -hmm. and not that it needs to be extra special because it's already going to be super special, but I know a lot of people are like getting pretty excited to go celebrate the 50th anniversary at Disney World.
1: Heck yeah, and
0: Disneyland is opening back up, and people are starting to think about planning their trips to go see Avengers Campus. So they're looking at ways that they can kind of plus their trip out to California. Look. You don't have to be staying at a Disney hotel to do this. If you're staying at the Holiday Inn, you can still decorate your window. (laughs) You know, like there's still ways to make your trip special at your hotel, even if you're not staying on Disney property. So, you know, and if you're going to that other park down the street, which we don't speak of, you know, I'm sure you could do these things there as well. So, you know, just keep keep that in mind as you're planning your trips for the year ahead. And that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, I do want to say if you've been with us for these first 25 episodes, thank you. We appreciate you. Our listenership has been going up and it's really cool to see which episodes have been the most popular um, It kind of gives me ideas for what to do next. I do, I am going to start asking more to get you guys to go over to iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a review. We do have two reviews on iTunes right now, uh, but those are super helpful. They help point people towards our podcast so we can grow our podcast. So if you get a chance, you know, pop over there and just. And be honest, I'm not sitting here asking you for five-star reviews. (laughs) But if you're listening, I'm guessing you think we're at least average. (laughs) So, you know, be honest and just share your thoughts. Maybe share what your favorite episode is or what you think, you know, the episode is everybody should listen to. And that'll help us out a lot. I am going to have a official launch thing coming because we do have the new website that I put up and I think it looks pretty awesome and I hope you guys do too uh, I'm still adding stuff to it so it's gonna take a minute to get it all filled up with the old episodes and stuff but um, it's pretty much laid out the way it's going to be laid out and so I want to do like a sort of celebration for the official launch of the website and of course episode 25 so. I will be announcing that probably before this even goes live, but just in case you'll have, have at least, you know, if you listen to this, once it gets published, you'll have at least one or two day notice before yeah. the actual thing happens in our Facebook group. So go join our Facebook group and thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. And here's the next 25 episodes. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> that's a wrap on this episode. Thanks so much for riding the red line with us. I did want to take a second to thank more guests that helped us get to episode 25 that I missed mentioning in our recording. Thank you to Steve Sanders from the Monorail Tales podcast for giving us the 101 on visiting Shanghai Disney in episode 14, and to Clara and Elise, our Teen Talk panel from episode 23. Trying to remember every guest actually made me realize just how many friends we've picked up on our way to the crossroads of Maine and Magic. Of course, thanks again to my guest Katie Fisher from Pictures and Postcards Travel. If you are heading to the Disney parks or looking at booking a Disney cruise or Adventures by Disney experience, Katie can help you get the best prices and discounts along with custom planning and itineraries all at no cost to you. You can find her online at picturesandpostcardstravel.com on Facebook and Instagram at Pictures and Postcards Travel, or email her directly at kfisher at n-y-a-a-a.com. Now that you've had a listen, we invite you to join our Main and Magic Friends community on Facebook to share your thoughts about the episode. You are welcome to pop in to share an idea, story, or photo and to connect with other Disney fans. You can also ask questions, get and give advice, post updates from the parks, and just have fun head to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash main and magic to join. If you've got a comment or a question, you can also email me at main and at gmail.com and you can find us on Instagram at mainandmagic. and magic. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to share it out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and pop over to iTunes and leave us a review. Thank you so much for listening And of course, in the Disney tradition, around here, we don't like to say goodbye, so we say, see you real soon.